This college football week three edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PixWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week there's a $350 NFL contest and a $250 contest. Go to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. I'm just happy to be back here looking good on this side of the table with my guy, not Tyrod Taylor, but friend of friend of me. Now that he's not rooting for the Eagles and this football season's going to shit, bring him on. John. Joining us as always to talk college football, Kobe Dan, aka the Dantabase. What's up, Dantabase? I mean, I'm excited to be back from Vegas, but then you give me this this death blow news of Norm. Yeah, fellow gambler. You know, I, gambler. I met Norm. I know you have too, man. Hell of a good guy. Kind of bummed out, man. I was yeah. ready to talk college football. Well, I mean, as a guy who. You know, you look at his Twitter feed; it was all just like live tweeting results of in-game <laughs> yeah. uh, golf. So he shout out to Norm, a true hashtag only. hilarious guy, and uh, just all-time, all-time sports gambler as well. So make sure you you know take I, a moment, go back and uh, look up some old Norm. I mean, he was amazing on Weekend Update. Dirty works great. I mean, I He's truly, just a legend. I, I truly believe he is criminally underrated as far as all-time stand-up comics go. Yes, I mean, I would say as an outsider. The stand-up comedy world. He seemed to be the one guy that everyone respected. Yeah, yeah. He kind of had some Comics of that, like, comic. yeah. And he's just an yeah. all-time degenerate gambler as yeah. well. You I gotta mean, love that as well. <laughs> anyone that can weave like being that funny in a completely different way. Like he's funny around funny people, and then he's also off to the side, <laughs> like going going, going on six-hour heaters in the desert playing blackjack, like. All timer, yeah, all timer. A great guy, man. Very real men of very nice guy. Maybe, so, yes. uh, maybe, maybe yeah. we will honor uh, Norm Macdonald. Real men of Dgens. Is that a maybe perhaps the first real men of Dgens <laughs> Hall post, of Fame uh, post yeah. induction? I like that. I like that, and I'm sure Norm would get a kick out of that. He, uh, I, I think you hear some of the stories, and one of his uh, comedy skits on, uh, I think one of his last albums or whatever. 
they, he, it was based on this character who put like a two leg parlay uh, that it hit the first leg and it was like 275 grand to win 1.3 million to essentially basically win back everything he's lost in his entire life. Uh, it didn't hit unfortunately. <laughs> Also the 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 uh, the narrative the story in the uh, Sandler movie Uncut Gems very similar uh, narrative there right the, oh yeah the the, the one the, the shot for the moon the gambling yeah. shot for the moon he was all in he was all in all right let's get to it let's talk college football week three and of course talking college football you know we're talking about win bet baby oh man. Win bet. Make sure you head over to winnbet.com. Download that Win Bet app. Yeah, love the uh, love the juice they got there. They got some rewards. Casino play. Yes, that's uh, they got that as well. Odds, promos, and payouts are happening right now over at Win Bet Plus. Make sure you get that risk-free bet. Head over to wynnb.com to start winning today or download the WinBet app now. All the lines you hear on the College Football Preview Podcast, they are WinBet lines. So get down, get involved. Let's fucking go. Well, some news uh, before we get into the, some of the picks. USC has fired Clay Helton. <laughs> Your reaction, uh, Colby? Uh, well, if you listen to the college football experience, I predicted this. Ooh. I said in the first three weeks, he'll be fired to Patty C maybe uh, July. I'm assuming maybe June. I got to go back and <laughs> dig that up, but uh long time overdue here. I mean, look, I, I got it. He, the guy's been winning enough. It was almost hilarious. I almost wanted him to go nine and three again and USC be forced to retain him because uh, he's on the cusp. Uh, no, I mean the, the reality is they've dropped in recruiting rankings that you don't need to run the air raid when you're USC. Uh, the reason why the air raid it, or the you triple were option about that. What of, of adding the air yeah. raid? I mean, I wanted to Graham see, Harrell, I did want to see Mike what they Leach's could do. Guy. I wanted to see what they could do with those athletes. Yeah. But in reality, you, you, you run the air raid because you don't have the athletes. You know what I mean? Isn't like, it interesting it, how a, a system that is designed to like find edges when you're undermanned doesn't necessarily win when you have the advantage. I, I find that to be kind of an interesting because why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? Is it really just well, the scheme or is it just a clay Helton? Is I still it? think it might be able to work uh, at, at that level, but it, uh, it could just be that he's not a very good football yeah. coach. Well, that's, yeah. that's always the possibility. I mean, we've seen coaching trees before where it's really just the guy. It's not, it's not the system. It's the guy. And, and maybe that maybe with the air raid, it's more the guy than it is the system. The, the real question is, is urban Meyer regretting going to Jacksonville, knowing that USC <laughs> is one of like his five locations uh, that he would say of the, uh, the, you know, the guy in the, uh, the black guy in the yellow suit, like licking his lips behind the tree. If you've ever seen that meme, that does remind you of urban Meyer looking at this USC situation off to a rough start with the Jags. But man, uh, I don't know about you guys, but it, Going down, hanging out at the wind, went on an insane heater for <laughs> college football. I tweeted out my sheet, but for those of you who may have missed the tweet, it I was did appreciate the pencil hand written nature Rutgers, of your sheet. Rutgers minus two, Air Force minus six, Colorado plus seventeen. They were a live dog. App State plus nine, Wisconsin minus twenty six, 
Liberty minus four, Washington plus six and a half. That didn't hit. Iowa BYU money line parlay. Mm, that was a beautiful play. That was man. an eight to one. That, that was hit. a beautiful play. Although I missed my dog, Colorado State. They unraveled. Steve Adazio, that's what we get. Because they I don't know if you caught that first half. The Colorado State should have been up like twenty eight yeah. to nothing. And somehow they're only up fourteen seven at halftime. Mm. Because once again, Adazio, I've said this I think mm. he's the worst coach. We Loxley is there, but I think Adazio is worse mainly oh, what, because this? his special teams are always horrible. What's this note right here? Yeah. Ne- never, never lay points with Narduzzi. I oh, think we got to do it with, I think we got to do it with, uh, with Adazio, man, people with Z's in their name. Maybe there's something to that. Uh, Cause Adazio was great to play against when he was in Boston. He is a, just a reason. terrible football coach, man. It's and, interesting and when guys like football guys, like it, it, it becomes very clear. They don't actually understand the strategy of the game. And they're just like, well, it's to smash our heads through them. I almost find it like mind boggling that like there's 130 teams and I feel like every year they're the worst. Adazio's teams are the worst <laughs> special teams year after year. It's almost like you got to work at that to well, be, to be that bad. It, it, it shows you. He probably doesn't, he doesn't focus on it. Like it, it's probably just clearly like a, how much time does he dedicate to it? But back to urban Meyer, because I tweeted this out as my Texans were rolling up his Jags week one. Let's go. When does he step down for medical reasons to then resurface <laughs> in Los Angeles and take this job? Yeah, I I think that I mean, and everyone kind of had the same thought. He seems like such an obvious uh, fit there for the, USC. We'll see the Fickle angle. You know, the guy who hired Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, Mike Baum, now the AD at USC. Mm. That's going to be interesting to watch because Fickle has a couple of his sons in on at, at Cincinnati. So I'm sure they can figure that out. Yeah, USC let people in what's with that, a couple what's bucks. What's that price earlier. number? What's that price yeah. number? Right. <laughs> But I mean, who's who's the like who is the replacement? Who do they, what do they do? They just they give someone the interim job and figure it out after the year. Uh, do they just hire Urban Meyer now? We're, I mean, we're not we're joking, not joking. What are the chances Urban Meyer show is the coach what? of USC September two thousand? Get him ready for bowl season. And I want to say I, I I didn't come in prepared with this, but I I thought his wife was I think he listed it as one of his dream jobs. I think his yeah. wife is from Southern California. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not did you see that. Him, yeah. the way he was, the, did you see the, the, just the, the swag drip that he was emoting when he was on that Fox pregame show in Southern California? <laughs> like he, he was, his wife was happy, happy wife, happy life. Look, urban Meyer is not long for the NFL. The way that he was looking at Trevor Lawrence already. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was against the Texans. Texans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wait exactly. they start playing some real NFL yeah. teams. Oh my goodness. He could be, in, we digress. In All right, let's get to these week three college f- uh, football picks. Of course, check out propswap.com. Brand new, ready to go. Uh, it's an awesome site. It's where you go to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap will match you up to five hundred dollars. If you love sports betting, you need to be on PropSwap again. The best part, you don't need your ticket to win. You just need it to improve in value. PropSwap, it's where America goes to buy and sell sports bets. Eastern Michigan heads to Amherst, Massachusetts. Wait, is this a mistake? We started the sheet last week with Eastern Michigan. There yeah. are boys. Colby loves talking Eastern Michigan football. Laying <laughs> seventeen at UMass. What is this? Guys, UMass this is, is a gold. Plus. This is what it is. I'm sorry. Go, Shad. No, UMass yeah. is a plus uh, six hundred dog. I, I know we were stuck on auto fade of UMass at times. They lost. They only lost by seventeen to BC at home. <laughs> I mean, is Eastern BC Michigan might. that good? I mean, we saw but Eastern Michigan. They they didn't score a point on offense. 
Granted, Wisconsin is a much better team and they were on the road, but they're on the road again. I don't know, can Eastern Michigan score enough to cover the 17? This line seems high, which is crazy to say that about UMass. There is gold in them there, Hills and Amherst. All right. Because let me tell oh you why goodness. UMass backdoored that thing. Is because Phil Jerkovic, potentially first hurt. or second round starting quarterback, hurt after four throws. Yeah. Uh and BC was this is a backdoor cover because BC, BC was the top heavy roster with BC the quarterback. Shutting them out at halftime. Is that this is a gimmick, it's an outlier. Eastern Michigan's actually a decent team. Yeah. They, they are going to roll look and and, and playing I mean, Wisconsin's Eastern defense yeah. is is arguably, you know, right there Why as the best this, in the though? nation. Take Eastern Michigan minus seventeen. Thank me. Let it cash in the bag right here. Why do you do this to me? I, you know, I'm with Colby, and honestly, the note I wanted to grab the updated number because when I when I did the prep last night, I thought maybe sample size small, <laughs> not enough bets in, but it's actually gone up. Seventy one percent of the tickets are on you. That's right now. Oh, I'm loving this. Sign me up for anything. I'm going. I'm going UMass <laughs> plus seventeen. Let's go, baby. I, oh. I, dude, if they can put up 28 Sean. against BC, they can put up 28 against Eastern they were Michigan. Getting, they were getting shut out of halftime, dude. That was gimmick points. Yeah. Gimmick yeah, I, points. If I'm taking a 17 point home dog, I don't think I'm not predicting them to win outright. I'm predicting them to get some gimmicky bullshit. You're making my point for me. You're saying they're a team that can give gimmick points at the end of the game. That's the what? kind of team I want to bet on. And BYU turn two. I mean, not BYU, Boston College, two fumbles. Look, this is. Okay. This is we spent well, we way too much yeah. time. Are we picking this game at 17? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm comfortable laying the 17. <laughs> USC heads to Pullman, Washington to square off against Wazoo. Wazoo, an eight and a half point home dog, plus 260 on the money line. And it's uh I mean, to me, this game comes down to how how much did this team hate Clay Helton? Washington State coming off a win. They beat Portland State by 20. Is this going to be an FU Clay Helton game and USC rolls, or or is Washington State hasn't looked amazing so far in, in this season? But eight and a half point home dog for the Pac-12 uh, that feels a hair high. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm all over USC. I think it does, I, yeah, you hmm. worry about the uh, the angle of okay, you know, do they really want to play for this interim head coach? I, sure, but at the same time, uh, I just think USC's talent. I, I have concerns actually right now in Pullman, and I love you know they treated us well, but I, I you got to beat Portland State by more points than that. Yeah, that you, was kind yeah. of a that didn't look good, and it does seem like there's some chemistry stuff going on with Rolovich and the players, and maybe even the boosters, the fan base. I, I'm with you there. I I think this is that uh, fu Clay Helton game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with USC minus eight and a half. Feels feels a little chalky to take some road chalk here, but I, yeah, I'm going USC minus eight and a half. Either one of you concerned that the the head coach of the USC Trojans doesn't have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> is that is that at all concerned? No, because no? this is again, no. it's not about who their head coach is; it's who their head coach isn't. And we've seen teams that clearly hate their head coach. USC recruited pretty decently, but it, did I mean, they? But but isn't. I mean, not to take it too deep into this game, but isn't the reason Clay Helton stuck around is because people did like him, because he was a likable guy, and maybe it wasn't wasn't his it, like he wasn't a hated guy. He was just soft, and he didn't mold this team into fucking steel like what's needed in in USC, a program with top notch talent coming through. And maybe it was just a preparedness thing. And if that's the case, I think if you promote from within for a guy doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, probably not a ton of 
it, it is interesting that they didn't not go a ton of game planning uh, experience. Not well. I, I think that is that tells you a little bit about what they think Be, about. Well, the Harold, they team. said like was on the verge of being a, a head coach yeah, somewhere. Not, I, I don't. I'm confused. But not so um, much anymore. Yeah. The loss last week, obviously, really bad. I'm not looking to generally fade a team back to back weeks, but I don't think this is the beginning of the end of the slide for USC. And as much as you, all the mm. reasons to be scared of this Washington State team. You know, if there's one thing I took out of the conversation oh. with Rolovich, he's going to be yucking this situation up. He's going to be talking about how we have a we have an army that is separated. It is confused. It does not have the orders. The chain of command has been broken, and they are vulnerable. And if there's one game Washington State gets up for this week, give me Washington State. Oh. Give me my monocle sandwiches a, for everybody. As I look for the money line, <laughs> you guys are out of control right now. <laughs> Colby loves laying road chalk. Tulsa heads to Columbus, Ohio. Ohio State laying twenty six and a half after that tough, tough loss to Oregon. I mean, is it as simple as it? This is a bounce back game for Ohio State. I mean, Tulsa did hang with Oklahoma State, but this to me, from the handicap, it kind of feels like the Wisconsin game where they came off a loss with Penn state. And now they're playing someone, which clearly they are yeah. a higher class of, and they're, and they're just going to roll it home. Yeah. And Tulsa's offense hasn't looked great. Now, unfortunately you're going to need some offense because the one flaw of Ohio state's their defense. I think Ohio state rolls them here. Give me a 52 to 52 to 14 final. Oh, wow. All right. Kramer, what are you doing? I mean, on, on one hand, e- there is that angle where it's like, yeah, they're going to just, they're going to take them out to the woodshed. But on the other hand, I think my, the, the the most alarming thing to me, if I'm a Ohio State fan, is how we got beat with the same shit over and over again. It, this was not a situation where Oregon came in and out schemed you. Uh, they found like two plays that worked well, and it it just looked like an old Oregon coming in. And they were they really faster than you, Ohio State? Because I don't think so. And do you really not have better receivers? Tulsa's like, not going to be able to establish line of scrimmage. But that, like, that's like the Oregon concern, did, right? Yeah. And I think. If they go out and play the same scheme they played, they can probably just bully ball a team like Tulsa. So uh, that being said, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not going to overreact, but I am going to take the points here with Tulsa because mm-hmm. I, I do I do think Tulsa might be able to get in the way enough. But yeah, I, I'm going to take Tulsa. I'm going to take the points here because wow, I, it was alarming to me how little Ohio State was able to adjust on both sides. Well, of the ball. yeah, and I and I. That to me is a takeaway for other weeks down the line. What if against we, Tulsa? I still think those Ohio State receivers. I, I just can't imagine yeah. anyone on Tulsa. Tulsa starting those receivers. Tulsa starting two corners from a season ago who are very good but, so are now at Missouri. They transferred to Missouri. But we do. Yeah. I mean, perhaps you're right, and it was just athletes will rise to the top. I just a serious concern around the the ability to uh, to game plan or or to adjust the game plan because. I don't think any of us think Oregon is a like we, like the most well coached team. Like, do you think Chris Chris well, Fresno a, just beat almost beat him uh, the, the week before? But, but yeah. he's known as a recruiter, not a tactician. So uh, that that's the takeaway for me. I'll take the points against them. All right, we're gonna get to the second half of the six pack. Want to shout out Cuts Clothing? That's right, I'm rocking my Cuts shirt here. Oh, feeling pretty cut. Kramer's got the uh, Cuts hoodie on, looking sharp. It's buttery smooth. Love a buttery smooth T-shirt. And again. Sports, what is it all about? You need to be versatile. You got to get that versatile uh, combination, timeless style and comfort, so you look as good as you feel. You know what I say? Dress sharp, 
bet sharp and you can certainly do that in these awesome cuts clothing again they they took the plain tee refined it combining premium quality with a minimalist aesthetic I'm a minimalist when it comes to my aesthetics and the uh 2016 cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothes ready for every occasion the modern man faces this is a shirt I could work out in. It's a shirt I could go to dinner in. A shirt I could spend 12 hours hanging out next to God's eye, drinking and getting <laughs> down on action. Again, buttery soft. It's that Pika Pro Trip, uh, or sorry, Pro Pro Tri Blend Tea. Super smooth, super com super comfortable, and best part: 15% off. Just go to cutsclothing.com/sgp. Cutsclothing.com slash SGP. Sean, real quick. Yes. Na uh, name me one thing that's a tri blend that's bad. No. Not many things. Yeah. I mean, like the Eagles offense, tri blend. <laughs> Running with Jalen Hurts. Throwing with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Running with Miles Sanders. It's all good. Who was on Jalen Hurts being a great draft pick? You were, Colby. Damn, I feel good. And, and all right. Uh, uh, well. I did. It, they were. It was still a Let bad when you pick guys for done. them at the time, <laughs> but I didn't realize Carson Wentz would be a colossal uh, failure and a coward. Thank <laughs> God we got. I mean, Howie Roseman. He stumbles into good draft picks. They miss with their first rounder, Andre Dillard. They hit with a seventh rounder guy who's never played football. And, and we should have been a skeptic on on Dillard when he talked bad about Coach Leach. Yes. Coach Leach got him paid. Hey, don't go after yeah. our backup left tackle, Colby. We yeah. got we the Eagles realize you built <laughs> through the offensive line. Unlike some teams. I, I needed to save all right. UAB, the Dragons. Who uh shout out to whoever sent that. They have like a sideline dragon uh mascot that or like so I don't even know how to describe it. Maybe it's a mask that someone rocks. It's pretty awesome. UAB lay in twelve as they head to Denton, Texas to square off against North Texas. Was reading the uh, UAB coaches uh, interview talking about, hey, we know this could be a uh, Super Bowl spot possibly for Texas or sorry for North Texas. They run an up tempo uh, offense. They do have a new defensive coordinator. What do you think about UAB twelve point road favorite, Colby? I love the UAB <laughs> spot here. I I look uh, coming off that ass kicking against Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we worried they got beat up a little bit. Sometimes we like to fade teams after they take I, they catch a whooping well, like look, that. When the best thing to do is play North Texas because they have a horrible run defense. So what does UAB do well? And and by the way, UAB Georgia was a bad matchup from the start. UAB is a conservative, run heavy team. It does not work against Georgia, much like Eastern Michigan against Wisconsin. Now you play North Texas. Yeah, that is you know one of the worst rushing defenses. You know year after year, I feel like. UAB is going to have their opportunities on the ground. They got three or four good, capable running backs, uh, and then UAB plays good defense. And I think they'll have opportunity. Yes, North Texas—they run the air raid. They can score some points, but I think UAB makes enough plays. I think they win big. I think they win by like 26, 27 points. Pretty cool if they name the dragon Cisco, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unleash the dragon. No, I, I do think I, I think I, I like Colby's handicap of the game. UAB got their ass kicked by Georgia. Now I'm worried it is a little get up spot for North Texas and it's going to be what? 6:30 Texas time. Maybe maybe they really will. This is like the home dog night spot. Can I draw your attention to something sure. too, Sean? I, I I I'm sure you're aware of this at this point, but you see what's happened here. Colby uh maybe not feeling super confident after the long drawn out tiring week in Vegas, but 
This feels like old school Colby just laying chalk all over the place. Last week, <laughs> last week on the six pack, I went six favorites. Okay. Yes. And, and you how, went, what, what was your four, record? Four and two. There we okay. go. There you go. So uh, I, was, I was also four. I'm and just two. saying, Sean. We all were. You're right. You as know what? And I even player. I even mentioned it as a Super Bowl spot for North Texas, and the fact that they are playing this at night. Now that I think about it more, uh, give me the home dog getting up for this game. Twelve is an interesting number to pick, but uh, I mean UAB is the better team. But uh, yeah, twelve point home dog at a night game. Now I didn't mean for you to flip your pick right here. <laughs> no, I'm, but I'm, I, I just I'm wanted to bring it up it. before you pick because I. Colby's right. North Texas, one of the worst teams. Well, because I like some other favorites that you know. I see. Yeah, you want to. You want to. I want to save my favorite well, mojo for I, other teams. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I actually loved a couple of the top twenty-five games that I would have thrown into the six-pack, but I knew we'd be covering them anyway. Yeah. Welcome to UAB. So, is saying UAB will cut yeah. uh, curb some. <laughs> All right. Switch Since he's back. the UAB insider, I'm going back. All right. I, come uh, on, I, I'm not in the bottom this. eleven of the Football Outsiders college rankings, and t- to the point that we ha- clearly have seen at this point, Georgia an absolutely locked down, maybe the best defense in the nation. Uh, they've now locked down everyone they've played, and I just think you know this that was is, just a nightmare matchup for them. Yeah, from, from I, uh, well, a schematic look, Georgia shut like, down Clemson. Yeah, I mean you yeah. can't really take. So yeah, let's let's lay the points. Um, and but we have to be cautious because I think Colby's rolling out six favorites here. Oh, uh, I I know where Colby's heads at. Tulane, the Green Wave heads to Oxford, Mississippi, where right now Tulane is catching fourteen points against Old Miss. Old Miss minus six fifty on the money line. Total sitting in a whopping seventy four. Tulane plus four sixty on the money line. Old Miss destroyed. Austin P. Uh, last week, nice uh, tough opponent. Yeah, well, come on, well, no, well, no well. need to disparage <laughs> my governors. Well, and Heisman ticket we have in our pocket at forty to one, uh, not the worst. Matt thing Corral for him, for him is in the mix. Stats. You you need to pad some stats. So uh, that's uh, a nice border battle between Ohio and Ole Miss or Mississippi there. Yeah, but, but I are you I, making fun? Colby hates uh, <laughs> games that have no tradition or ge- geographic. Right, well, when you're playing an FCS team, just play, if you're gonna do it, play one right there up the road. All right, oh doesn't boy. make any sense. Um, Give some reasoning to oh it, Colby. Boy. What are you on here? Are you taking Old Miss? No, I'm all over <laughs> Tulane. Uh, oh, I'm also on Tulane. Look, Tulane pr- might have beat Oklahoma had that game been in New Orleans like it was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pratt is a difference maker. I, you know, Willie. I think Willie Fritz is one of the most underrated coaches in America. And to be honest, Louisville didn't look great last week against Eastern Kentucky and FCS team. So maybe, maybe that win against Louisville doesn't mean much. Uh, give me Tulane plus the fourteen, and I think this could be a game. Yeah, and I, and, and I like Tulane's offense. Obviously, to you know, they're setting this point total so high, but they also they played pretty good defense against Oklahoma. Again, like you pointed out, at a neutral field, I just don't see how this game's going to be a no, blowout. That was, they, they moved that to Norman. They moved that to Norman, so that was at oh, Oklahoma. Right. I, yeah. thought it, I thought yeah. it was neutral. So yeah, give me two lane plus fourteen. I mean, it's it's the same story. The handicap here is: Do you feel good laying fourteen points against a decent team with this Ole Miss team? No, you can't. At this point, we can't we can't lay the points. So we'll take the points. I, I mean, think, I, I think Tulane could be a player in the AAC this I mean, year. Don't you? Isn't this one? Of, uh, even if they get blown out or, or they're losing by three scores, like the back door will be open. The, the back door will yeah, never and be and shut. Tulane, yeah, Tulane again. Even though they're gimmicky points, I think Tulane can get some gimmicky points. Like, I mean, Michael Pratt threw for three hundred against uh, Oklahoma. Three touchdowns. I mean, that yeah. dude's a boss. Yeah. Like if if nothing else, I'm watching Tulane play football this year because that dude. Dude. 
They could be a player in the AAC. His, Would not be surprised. His if- effort in the Oklahoma game alone. I mean, he almost beat Oklahoma by himself. The last time I saw someone put that kind of solo effort out there was like Vince Young in the national championship game. My my guy, welcome to UAB. Shout out to welcome to UAB. Is saying this, Tulane is the second best team in the AAC oh. right now, and I buy into that. I buy Who's into the that. First best? Well, Cincinnati. That people can say UCF. I think Tulane's going to have something to say this year in the AAC. Let's do it. All right, what do oh, we got up next here? San Jose State heads to Hawaii. San Jose State is seven point road favorite. Minus two seventy on the money line. Hawaii is a plus two twenty dog, sitting at fifty nine and a half. Any any chance Hawaii pulls out this upset, Colby? Well, they are on the island. Yep, but they they're 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 not playing in the uh, the their their classic stadium because that's uh, that didn't get approved like earthquake or volcano. I don't know whatever. It was too old. They're playing at the we should the, send the Kirk Ching the Ching uh, Complex Center, which is like a high school stadium, which that's is actually awesome. kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome, but. This is my problem. I faded Hawaii. Hawaii's been on this uh what two of the past four weeks we've had Hawaii on here. And <laughs> I've gotten cute and picked Hawaii. They're fun to bet on because they 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 you know they have that island game later on uh in the what day. I mean, mean this is no when 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 oh, it just not, it's a weird spot. No, no, no. When other games aren't playing, oh, you watching. call it an island game Got because it. it's not yeah, when you're actually watching the game. I don't know if this is the correct kickoff time. But it's gonna start uh, super late, and Hawaii and, and shout to cousin Mush who's in the chat. He was sweating out that late Hawaii uh, last <laughs> week. Didn't end up getting the push or the cover, but he pointed out they really screwed Hawaii with their schedule. They don't have any back-to-back home games, yeah. which is crazy for a team that plays in Hawaii. I mean, but that might think- have been because of their stadium thing. I, I'm not sure. I know oh, they had you're right. quarantining. Yeah, yeah. They have like a. Do they have a quarantine? Could time be that over too. I, I don't. But know. you would think I, yeah. it would almost be the other thing then, right? Because. Well, if it's a construction thing, we should see if Kirk Cousins has a has some time to head down there, <laughs> see if he can help out with the building code. Uh, yeah. Either way, I'm I'm on San Jose State. They've looked decent so far, and they're coming off the bye. Like. You have two weeks to prepare for Hawaii. You're gonna be able to figure out Hawaii, and you're I probably think, not and, and spending Hawaii, two weeks preparing for Hawaii. You're probably look maybe looking at some of the more more relevant teams. I mean, Hawaii's travel schedule has been brutal. It's like at UCLA, then back at home at Hawaii, at Oregon State, now back at home. It, it's it's just tough, and it is a 9:30 kick West Coast, so that'll be fun. If you're trying to make oh, it all back time. Saturday night, 12:30 a.m. kickoff on the East. Well, and if you look, and I think the real handicapping side of this is uh, San Jose State's a really physical football team. Hawaii is not. And, uh, you know, they played last year, San Jose State won by 11. And that was even crazy because Hawaii got some backdoor points. Uh, this this is a team that's just going to beat them up physically. Uh, Nick Starkle. Another thing is they're coming off. Of, uh, uh, they got they had last week off after the uh, USC game. So, but Tyler Nevins ran for 152 and two touchdowns a season ago. I think he has an even better day. Uh, they have him and Robinson, two smash mouth running backs that I think are just going to give Hawaii a ton of shit. Um, so, I, I think the play is take San Jose State minus seven. I think it's a great play. So uh, the st- the stadium was condemned. So the, the basically, local authorities condemn the stadium. They 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 they're having local political debate whether to renovate it, build a new one, but. They did expand the high school stadium to hold nine thousand seats from thirty five hundred. So 
Oh, so they're Small, playing at a goddamn high school smallest, field. Smallest, smallest. <laughs> Come on, FBS this is embarrassing. School. I mean, it's. I Do mean, they let them hook up with high school uh, women after the? <laughs> is that part of the package? Like, all right, well, you know, as long as you're within a couple of years, you uh, are playing at a high school field. It is. You want to. You want to take. That's a horrible. You know dynamic. what? I'm going to take Hawaii at home. Really? Mm. Why, Ryan? Just to just to fade the sharps I, here. I just in in general, I think. It, I mean, Colby and I being the sharps. Do obviously. they cover against Portland State in their first home game? No, they didn't. No, Portland State threw for 500 yards. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna take Hawaii okay. for no good reason. <laughs> for no good reason. I mean, their home was condemned. I'm, you're like <laughs> you're you're running around kicking homeless people <laughs> on the street. You guys are real assholes. Oh, speaking of no good reason, there's no good reason you should be saying goodbye to your hair, right? Especially when Keeps is around. I know I'm. I know I'm hanging on to my hair. Keeps is helping me hang on, baby. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Uh, best part, though, you don't act virtual doctor again. Do you really want to drive to a medical office, get your parking validated just so you can walk in, and a guy looks at your head and goes, "Yep, you're bald." No, they can do it virtually, delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave home. Got some low-cost treatments starting at just ten dollars per month. And they also offer generic versions. Again, a great way to get some savings, discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Again, prevention is key. So if you're starting to lose some hair, get in on it. Now treatments can take uh, four to six months. So again, start getting, get ahead of it. Now you'll hang on to that hair. Nice, uh, nice head of hair. Come March madness. You're ready to take action and prevent hair loss. Just go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K E E P S dot com slash SGP to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash SGP. Top 25 game Alabama laying 15 and a half at Florida in Gainesville. Gators, a plus 500. Oh. Still sitting at 58 and a half. Uh, one of the uh, Gators quarterbacks dealing with a hammy. That's certainly uh, Anthony Richardson is dealing with a hamstring. I know uh, our football doc was uh, in the slack, giving some insights on that. I, I mean, love that we have a doctor. I, yeah, he's awesome. And, I, and like real detailed shit. I love oh, very. It. Right I, before the fantasy lock, I was checking it out. Make sure you follow him at SGPN football doc. <sighs> I, I, how do I not take Alabama here? I mean, they called off the dogs a little bit against Mercer. They didn't, they didn't end up covering the spread. The spread was like 50 something plus, but can't cover against an FCS school. What am I missing? How is this game any different from when they went down and destroyed Alabama? Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, this is an easy play. Who is Florida hasn't covered against South Florida and Florida Atlantic. The only thing that's scary is that who's betting on Florida. That's what I mean. Yeah, and and normally I would take that side if it wasn't for Alabama team. I mean, this is an SEC game. This isn't Mercer, where again the spread is fifty plus. This, this is Miami. A, yeah, they, well, <laughs> it, I mean, is Florida that different from the Miami team? I, I mean, would you have Florida rated much much better than Miami? No, no. So, and again, if, that's it, not, if anything, that's Miami not could always, be better. Yeah, that's not always the perfect way to handicap. But just let's look at the situation. I don't see how they're going to get there. Hey, you could tell me maybe if it was like a primetime game, maybe Florida gets to a point where they can hang with Alabama, but man, Alabama is just going to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm, right. I'm looking at the the history thing here with all the games between Florida and Alabama, and it's it's a lot of Alabama recently. Is this accurate? The last time Florida beat Alabama was 2008. <laughs> it is. Holy shit! Urban Meyer, right? And uh, you that know, was year one Saban, by the way. It looks yeah. like there's probably a couple covers in there, but for the most part, and maybe all I'm remembering is that uh, SEC championship game from a, uh, last year where it was a close game, close shootout. Yeah, uh, but, but they that don't Florida have, they don't offense lost a lot, uh, including Hall of Famer Kyle Pitts. Uh, <laughs> First ballot, they're saying the next Tom Brady, Kyle Trask, learning all those TB12 secrets down there in Tampa. Yeah, I. Like you said, much like the Tennessee Arizona game, uh, NFL Week One, the over. Who's betting? Who's betting? Who's betting Florida? It's in the swamp. Is yeah. that the reason why? I know Saban wasn't super happy about the performance after the Mercer uh, game, but is there any any like that's like you said, Sean? Who's betting the other side of this? It's I terrifying. know that that is that is I'm scared. I'm scared, but then I remember, oh shit, it's Alabama. They're just gonna fuck people up, but and, and especially game? an SEC game. If this was if this was a non-conference big opponent on the road, you could maybe talk me into into it a little bit. I know Florida didn't cover against South Florida; it was more of a backdoor cover uh, by by South Florida. So they actually looked the part in the first half. But South Florida's horrible. You go back to the Florida Atlanta game week one. Uh, Florida didn't look very good, and they didn't cover that one either. So I, until I see uh, otherwise, I mean that defense is still seems to me a little bit of a mess. I know they're they're beat up at the defensive back position. I I have questions at the quarterback. He's got to impress me better uh, than what I've seen the first two games. And I think against a Bama defense, as I think is sneaky good, um, better than traditionally the past yeah. couple of years of Bama's defense. I, I think they're going to light them up. It's really shocking to me as I look at the history of these two teams how rare they play uh, in Gainesville. They've, this is only the third game. Dude, Don't get Colby. This wound is the up. SEC. <laughs> every are you even in the same conference if you play each other once every thirteen years in in, in Gainesville? Right, you bring up SEC. The ACC does it too. Favorable schedule. The ACC does it too. It's like oh, because Clemson plays Georgia Tech every year. What a what a great rivalry that is. Uh, no, it's 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 ridiculous. That's they've why played, you need more conference games. They've played five. Alabama. This is Alabama's fifth game in the swamp. Since 1987, are you saying they do stuff? <laughs> do to, conferences to matter? I mean, that's pretty impressive. And uh, there's a viral video going around of uh, one of the players doing a CD's uh, nuts uh, <laughs> joke <laughs> uh, or a D's nuts uh, reference in the in the Alabama press conference. They're loose. They're not overlooking Florida. They're going to kick their ass. Auburn heads to state college, squaring off against Penn State. Penn State laying six at home. Auburn uh, plus one eighty five in the money line fifty three point total. I know Penn State covered against Ball State. I know that because I was sitting next to Mush at the uh, <laughs> sports book, and he was just like, "Don't worry, Ball State doesn't need to win. They just need it's just twenty eight points." And uh, uh, fortunate, unfortunately for <laughs> cousin Mush, uh, Penn State covered there. However, I, I don't know. It, Penn State at home, and Auburn's kind of had a cupcake start to their schedule. I think this is uh -oh. <laughs> surprise again, not to, not to get you worked up Colby, but doesn't, I, I, I like Penn state here. I six, love it. I six love doesn't it. feel too big. And, and, and I mean, I, it's, it's tough to really know what you have here with Auburn because of the schedule, but Penn state has had that game against Wisconsin. That was a real test. Now, granted last week against ball state, not as much, but they covered a big number. Now they're coming back at home mine or they were at home before minus six. It, does it seem like we might be able to trust the quarterback? 
Uh, is that the difference this year? Because they play good defense. Like, well, last year they actually outgained. Yeah, I mean they outgained a lot of their opponents. They lost to. I, and and I, look, I know Auburn. It's ridiculous for me to come in and saying, "Hey, you're you're fading a team that won sixty-two to nothing last week." But I watched that first half. It was a week. It was, it was a soft. It was twenty to nothing. <laughs> and, and by the way, it was gonna be it was gonna be a thirteen to nothing. Alabama State lines up for a field goal right oh. before the half. A, a dumb decision, in my opinion. But because they're at the th- like the three yard line, go for it. You're yeah. you're like a thirty point dog. Yeah. They go to kick the field goal, gets blocked, return for a touchdown. I look, I get it. Auburn's blown out both their teams, but it's Akron and Alabama State. That's not saying much to me. I think Penn State beats them, and I think they beat them by a couple scores. Yeah, and I, and I think this game in particular, I'm I'm double checking the time here. It's 4:30 West Coast, 7:30. I mean, this could be a whiteout. I, I think the stadium will be rocking, and it's going to feel like a wake up call for Auburn. I mean, Auburn won 60 to 10 week one against Akron at home, then 62 nothing against Alabama State. They, I, I think they're just going to be in cruise control coming into this Penn State game. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, you know, as much as you want to say like the the swamp or 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 down there in, in New Orleans, it's tough to play, or in Baton Rouge, it's tough to play. Uh, Penn State's going to be really rowdy. Yeah, um, and certainly it's it's only an afternoon game, early early evening game, but seven thirty. Oh, it's seven thirty. Yeah, cause the, all the times are wrong in the sheet. <laughs> Did I mess that up? That might have been Las Vegas guys. Come on, Cole. I blame Vegas. Come on. Right? <laughs> then I like it even more. Are yeah, they? Is it go. official whiteout? Uh, I, I'll have to look, but usually a, a primetime game at night, first home game in a long time. I would, you know, I had number of whiteouts in my Penn State history. It's a whiteout. Yeah, whiteouts coming. So I, I, I think that it will the white be White Walkers. Winter is here. Arizona State. <sighs> Heads to Provo, Utah to square off against my BYU. Man, that was such a nice win against Utah. The thing is, and I like what I've seen out of BYU, they're a three and a half point home dog, plus 150 on the money line. I love fading a team yeah. like this after a game. However, they're at home. It's a night game against Arizona State. Like I, I'd love to fade Arizona State as a favorite, and I'd love to also fade BYU coming off that holy war victory that, that, as a seven-point dog, winning outright. They, both these teams, I want to fade in the situation. Colby, which one are you? Where are you at? Sounds like Sean's passing. I, I'm going to take BYU here, man. Look, this home field environment's yeah. real. They didn't have fans for a while. I was on BYU beating Utah. I'm going to keep, I understand the letdown spot, but Arizona State. That's, that's what yeah. worries me. I yeah. like BYU. I like the handicap. I, I don't like Arizona State as a road favorite, but uh, yeah, the the letdown could be real. Oh, you're getting more than a field goal, also. So it's like uh, Arizona State didn't look great against UNLV. They they haven't played any good competition. UNLV lost to Eastern Washington FCS school week one, uh, and Arizona State's other, only other win is against the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. And I know you're high on them, Sean, the Thunderbirds. Yep. But no, remember um, that's the team I scouted this summer. <laughs> they looked like hot garbage. <laughs> Uh, so, so I, I think BYU is the play right now uh, in this matchup because I, I think they're the better team. They've proven more to us and Jaron hall doing it 18 of 30, hundred, uh, only 150 yards, three touchdowns, but almost a hundred yards rushing as Clean well. Game. Uh, him uh, that, that backfield and Kalani Sataki, I think is underrated coach gets it done. Arizona state takes an L in Provo. I, yeah, I, I didn't see anything, and I was trying to dig up the uh, the attendance of what the student section in BY because for for a mass of students who don't drink allegedly, 
place was lit. They were fucked. That they, that, that place was rowdy. <laughs> was and it was it uh, the Utah game? I feel like it was some game in Utah. Might have been. I, the University of Utah, where they cut to someone in the stands, <laughs> yeah. and like the student that was, was just Utah. holding a bag yeah. of coke, shaking. Yeah. It. Yeah, that was great. Look up that gift. That one's an all timer. But you're on you're on BYU Kramer too. I mean, it, it's hard. Look, we've said this Arizona elevation. This Arizona State team is going to be volatile. They definitely are the more talented team, but uh, everything I was concerned about BYU coming into the season with all the turnover, they're fine. That Utah team's good. That's yeah. a that's in my book, that's a big win. That's a big win. And I don't I'm not sure Arizona State should be laying three and a half. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Public's all over him. Should too. be the other way around. Public I had to Public's all line. over Arizona yeah. State it's, or well, BYU. I, I don't know if it's the public, but the the money is eighty twenty right now. Eighty twenty on Arizona State. Oh, okay. All right. Well that that makes me feel a little bit better. Those people must have money to spend. It must be from all the savings they've gotten from Mint Mobile. That's right. Getting involved in the wireless game. We all have a cell phone. We've all been ripped off by big wireless. When I heard Mint Mobile, you can get a phone. Uh, there's got to be some catch. There is no catch. There is no catch. What there is is some secret sauce, some delicious sauce. They got rid of the middleman, the retail stores. These guys that you're paying, you know, 15 bucks an hour to spin a sign. You don't need that. You got the technology. You don't need a store. Mint Mobile. They got premium wireless, fifteen bucks a month, unlimited talk and text, high-speed data, nation's largest five G network. And again, you can keep your plan, keep your phone, keep your number, all your contacts. They make switching very easy. And if for some reason you don't like to switch, uh, seven-day money-back guaranteed. And again, Mint Mobile premium wireless. I mean, think how many more bets you could bet if you are only paying fifteen dollars a month. Mint Mobile can help make that happen. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill. Just 15 bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Kramer. The so, Cincinnati Bearcats heading to Indiana. Laying three and a half. Indiana plus 150. Total sitting at 50 and a half. Colby, what are you doing here? I'm going to ride Indiana and the points. I, I think Cincinnati could win this game, but I think that three and a half is, is telling me to take Indiana. Look, this is another one where, you know, they haven't, they played Idaho last week at home and in their week one, they played at Iowa and Iowa smacked them in the mouth. I'm talking about Indiana here and Iowa might be really good though. I know. I know, but I'm saying Indiana's going to, their fans are going to shell out for this one. Cincinnati didn't look great in the first half against Murray state. I think Tom Allen will have a defense that will be able to mess with Desmond Ritter. Some keep this game close and ugly Cincinnati still might get the win, but I think Indiana covers this for sure. Really? Yeah. Cause I, I don't know if I'm, I'm looking to, I, I, I get it. You're playing the home field angle. That's it. Right. Well, and, and just the fact that I think Tom Allen really is a good defensive coordinator. Like he's the head coach, but he's a defensive guy. I think he could, he could be a problem for Desmond Ritter. I mean, if this Cincy team is, is focused, and as you mentioned earlier, like fickle knows what's at stake here, right? Yeah. Probably his next job, probably an actual opportunity to like, at least if nothing else, have that asterisk. Like we didn't lose. They didn't let us in. Uh, and I think some of that comes with style points and games like this are where you make your, this is a marketing effort as much as it is a football team or a football mm. game. And since he is definitely the better team. Yeah. And so I think they will be hyper-focused. I don't think there's any bit of letdown. And I think, yeah, 
while Indiana, the home crowd, I'm sure will be there and, and, and be cheering proudly. This isn't necessarily an, an environment where I'm, I'm, I'm putting at the same level as like a Penn state. So no offense, Indiana fans, maybe offense meant, but since he rolls here, I think, I think since he takes care of business and maybe it's not a complete blowout, but do they win by eight, 10 points? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I kind of see Cincinnati winning the game too, but I just feel like you think it, it's going to be like a field goal. I think it could be like a, something like a 24, 21, 24, 23, something like that. It's going to be a, a close matchup. Wouldn't be surprised. I, if Indiana and well, and, yeah. Kramer, and Colby, you said that three and a half is telling me to take Indiana. I think that I think they set the line at three and a half to get action on Indiana because I think Cincinnati is a much better team. They're a balanced team. I don't know if Indiana can throw the ball enough to keep up with Cincinnati. That, I, that, that's a I good think point. It's, I yeah. think it could be a low scoring game, but I still have Cincinnati getting the win and the cover. I think 28, 17 Bearcats. They're just a, I still have them as a very good team this you, season. This is the game you circle that like, you're going to hear, like if you were at the sports book, you'd hear a lot of people talking about taking the, the Indiana money line. In my opinion, I think it's mm. going to be a very cute square sharp Square get sharp. Get the rodeo like, ready. We whoa. got some square sharps here. And you can get three and a half points as they come home. They're <laughs> going to be up for this game against the top fifteen team. Look, it writes itself. Well, well I and uh, coming back to uh, touting session earlier, forgot to mention. <laughs> oh, I am in the season long odds crowd uh, <laughs> oh, competition, which I recommend everyone uh, should be in. Still time to get in. I'm up right now seventeen point eight three units, one hundred and four. Point nine percent ROI. Are you oh kidding me? God. I'm in fifth place. It's a season long competition. Three thousand dollars on the stake. Although Robinson Seven, Arthur Fleck, uh, and Johnny Weaselblade are in the we top three. <laughs> Robinson Seven. I'm behind him by thirty units. What I've been doing recently is just been playing the games we pick. Uh, but I, maybe I'm going to have to throw in some, you might some, have to work a little hard. I might have to put in a UMass money line to really make a move here. And uh, these things are fun. You can set them up with your friends. They also have some uh, social options as well. Make sure you go to oddscrowd.com and we have the weekly NFL one exclusively for SGPN uh, listeners. You got to have the app to get the hundred dollars. So make sure you get in over there. UVA. Heads to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, where UNC is laying nine minus three fifty, Virginia plus two seventy, sixty four and a half. I mean, my first thoughts here is this game feel or this line feels super high, and then I go, what What's up with the Brendan Armstrong injury? Maybe that's mm. when I looked at the number, I go, Oh, is Brendan Armstrong out? I know he got banged up, did something with his knee, his leg. Where the head coach Bronco Mendenshaw said, "quote His phone and email." Has not blown up, so I'm taking that as a good sign. So he hasn't heard anything that Brendan Armstrong isn't playing. Brendan Armstrong's playing in this game, which it seems like he is. Maybe, maybe wait to get it confirmed. Again, they don't put out injury reports, but the fact that we haven't heard any news probably means it's a go. UVA plus nine seems way too high. What am I missing, Colby? You're not missing anything. The ex, I, the I've been, extra ass, I've been, Brent Bronco Mendenhall's yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a three yeah. star. God damn it. What did uh, I do wrong? You said Bronco Mendenhall. Mendenhall. Oh, Mendenhall. <laughs> All right. That's what you're um, missing. You asked the question. But no, let's emphasize this point. Bronco Mendenhall. I know who Bronco Mendenhall is. He is a legit <laughs> college football coach. I think he's one of the most underrated. He's got a four and one record against uh, Mac Brown. That one loss was only because they missed an, a game tying extra point. 
This is the guy who got Mac Brown fired at Texas. Do I need to wow. bring up this box mm. score? Do I need to show you that he ran for 550 yards against the Texas Longhorns with Taysom Hill? 550 wow. yards as they cruised a victory. They blew him out a couple times. Deep pull. And and he's two and zero. Oh. Uh, look, last year everyone was on North Carolina. Oh, they're they're the best thing. Uh, well, what happens when they play Virginia? They lose, and it happened the year before in, in in Brown's first year. I'm taking the Wahoos, and I think sprinkle some on the money line because I, I think coaching X's and O's, he has him beat. Can I ask you a question? Do you think that, that there's a chance that um, UVA doesn't have the uh, athletes to? to compete in the same way that Virginia tech's defense did like from just from a raw cause Virginia tech. Was, they're, yeah. They're going to give up more offense. There was than, a lot of yeah. man coverage yeah. that worked there, but Mendenhall will do that. He's going to make them beat them with a lot of man. Coverage, that's my I think. point. Yeah. Do they have the same caliber? I, I think they'll be able to score more on Virginia than Virginia tech. But I also think Mendenhall's offense is better than Virginia tech's. It, that I agree with. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that I would love uh, for Jason Garrett to watch some UVA offense, all that pre-snap motion, uh, yeah. just, just anything, please. Um, but here's the problem. This is the ultimate two cube play. I played UVA week one We're week zero. No week one. I played UVA week two. I, that's enough. <laughs> when I see over 80% of people coming in and taking UVA yeah. in this spot, I understand. I really like your angle, uh, Mendenhall versus Mac Brown, but uh, this this North Carolina team it has a little bit more uh, desperation. They can't lose another uh, divisional game. Uh, they certainly can't uh, lose another conf or shouldn't lose another conference game. And most importantly, they just need to look good. They didn't drop far enough, right? They still have a second life. This but thing. Th- this may be your handicapping the the Virginia Tech offense being really good. No, I I still I'm think not. Sam Howell. I, I don't see him lighting up this Virginia defense. I'm saying that Virginia Tech's defense is really good, and I'm saying that Virginia Tech's defense was able to play North Carolina in a way that I don't think you like. UVA is not going to put all their dudes on islands. I don't think because it's not going it, to, or maybe they will, and it just won't work out. And that's my angle here. I don't, I think Virginia, what I learned from that Virginia tech game is Virginia tech has some guys, some dudes on defense that I don't think UVA does. What, 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 what the world's going to learn is that Brennan Armstrong is a legit, one of the more underrated quarterbacks in America. He threw for five touchdowns last he week. Looked I, think good. It was. I mean, I uh, hadn't watched a ton of Brennan Armstrong film admittedly, but we were, we had, we watched a decent amount of that game and it, his command it, and you know, maybe it's just something where it catches your eye. Cause he's a lefty, but he looks sharp. NC Nick hails him as uh, Steve Young Jr. Steve Young Jr. Let's <laughs> yeah. go, baby. Terrell Furman, check it in the YouTube chat. He's on UNC. Uh, Beville Bobcat saying Auburn by ten. And shout out to uh, who do you? Stephen Vasquez saying you guys look so pro in Vegas. Congrats, made the brand look. Uh, strong. I appreciate the Ohio State owes me three k. That uh, Jay Singer thirty two uh, threw up oh, there. We've been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, it, you, you looking at the Twitch chat too. Look at that. We're live. Ever, uh, last thing to note about sure. UVA. They do have a look ahead spot. We should point out, of course they are wannabe private school pussies. They are heading to, uh, they're heading home to take on wake forest next week. So just uh, <laughs> they want to look their best for the private school. Make sure all the fans have the buttons on the Can't shirt. Look ahead. If you're <laughs> a nine point out. dog, Virginia tech, your Hokies ride oh, head what? to Morgantown, West Virginia, West Virginia lay in three. 
They had to start two and zero to get on the sheet. Now that they're there, what's I'm your handicap? No, no, nope. I told Colby to not put them on the goddamn sheet. It was working well, and what does he do? Puts them on the well, goddamn. Well, come on, because this needs to be there because this game's awesome. All yeah, right, this is. is one that needs to happen every year. Yep. All right, and and the last time they played this, they they did a filthy move and played this at FedEx Field. All right, yeah, they need uh, to play this in Blacksburg in and in Morgantown every year. All right, every uh, other year, back well, and I mean, forth. Let, let, let's not forget it was West Virginia that that decided to stop playing in the rivalry because their their fans were burning couches. At an alarming rate. Like what what does West Virginia have extra couches? What a strange thing to burn. I like my couch. I would never want to burn my couch to celebrate a win. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty now fun. I have nowhere it's to watch the maybe, game next weekend. Maybe saw a couple couches burn. It's kind of fun. Look, as, they burn as, for a long uh, time. As a, it's a great way to get rid of a couch if you're moving out of your dorm, just light it on fire. As a hoke, well, yeah, a lot of stains. It's a good way to get rid of the stains. Yeah, you know, as on. we learn in forensic files. Uh <laughs> Look, as a as a hokey grad, I, it would be hard for me to not uh, think that th- this was to me like Miami was a great rivalry as well. But West Virginia, uh, I'll never forget uh, first Thursday night game we play in West Virginia, and if if you if you follow the sport, you probably saw this play on Sports Center that night. But Andre Davis uh, took a punt to the house, and honestly, one of the greatest crackback block. It would be illegal yeah. today. Just a dude completely taking an oh, entire. The entire stadium, the same stadium that blew up college football last week, yeah, getting into the intro of the game, just let out this roar when we, as if we could see the soul leaving the dude on West Virginia's body. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, look, West Virginia, not a good, not just not on the same level as Virginia Tech this year. They, this is not a, these are not two teams that should be like a pick them on a neutral field. And so for that, this is a team that lost to Mike Loxley. Uh, Virginia Tech, while it's been bad, I, I hate that I have to pick this game because I know something horrible is about to happen in the future. But this Virginia Tech team has been playing uh, sound ball. They came out slow first half last week against Middle Tennessee State. They got it done though in the second half. Did they cover? They did cover. Oh, okay. Thank I you. thought I thought they didn't cover. How many <laughs> how many teams in the ACC are two and zero against the spread? Hmm. I think it might just be UVA and Virginia Tech. Which is a strange place to be. Uh, they did get it done, and I just think they're a better team. So I, I, I don't. It, when is this kick? Since I can't trust. This it. is a nine, a, okay. a nine a.m. West kick, yeah. which is normally sleepy. The West Coast or the teams going east from the Big Twelve. It is a sleepy start start for them, but this is a, a same time zone bus they're, trip. This is a bus trip exactly. There will be Virginia Tech fans there. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't I don't know. Again, if this was a neutral site, Colby, yeah, would it be a pick'em? No, the Hokies would be favored. Yeah, so ho- bad numbers Hokies would be favored. We're playing numbers, not teams. Sean, take the points with my Hokies. So Colby, you're on uh, you're on Virginia Tech. Not so fast. Oh, All right, I'm, on, one I'm thing, on West Virginia minus three. One thing you're forgetting is that the home environment, COVID has happened. Yes, they played Long Island last year. Who knew they had Are a football sure team? Are we sure it ever happened in week. West Virginia? Uh, yes, it probably didn't, but this, this place is going to be lit. This place is going to be absolutely lit. I refuse to think, I don't care who's playing right now. If they had to come into Morgantown and you're giving me points, I'm probably taking West Virginia short of Alabama. I'm probably taking West Virginia in the points. This place is going to be on fire. And if you look okay. at that Maryland game, they lose by six, but they had a couple costly turnovers. I think Letty Brown inside the 30 Fumbles the ball, Jared uh, Dogie yeah. or whatever, and now they're Dogecoin throws a uh, throws a pick in the end zone. 
Uh, they, they were in position to win that game and, and they really fumbled that away. I think they take care of business uh, coming off that big long Island win in Morgantown. Yeah. Hopefully they don't miss James Mitchell in tight end position. But <laughs> I, I, again, I think Fuente, if Fuente has shown me one thing this year, he picked the right quarterback. Seem a fun guy to, again, fun to say his name, Burmeister. And uh, they, they actually are pe- playing some defense. So yeah, for me, it's just, this is, this is just a classic game. Virginia tech loses. They started out two and zero, like you said, two and zero against the spread, both games at home. Now you go on the road to Morgantown. It is a tough Barely spot to a play. Road game. Barely a road. Yeah, game. but come on. It, it's more just about. It's less about the I've travel, obviously. And I, I've been West Virginia game. is going to be up for this game. This Virginia Tech smelling themselves. Fuente can't rally. These fan bases are bananas. Like for these, this game is awesome. This is one that's got to be on the big screen, uh, at, at, in God's eye, because <laughs> this is this is uh, this is what the, the college football is about. And, and to me, like I, I just think. And not having fans in a year and a half, essentially, uh, this place is going to be on fire. Give me the home dog. Let's go. A lot of raccoon hats in the in the building. Good luck with that. <laughs> Nebraska heads to Norman, Oklahoma. Oklahoma laying twenty two points. Nebraska plus nine hundred on the money line. Dog. Sixty one and a half points is the total. I mean, I don't. I know Oklahoma's defense is supposed to be better, but can they? I don't know if Oklahoma's defense is that good that they can not, you know, can protect a 22 point cover. I, I not all in on Nebraska, but they mm. seem to use that Illinois game as a wake up call. Really needed that win for their win total, but they're two and zero since. Yeah, uh, I think they, I think they keep it within 22. Colby, um, no. look, I, I, Oklahoma first time, the last time they played this. Thankfully, we're getting this rivalry back too. Right between this and uh, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, we should be happy this weekend. But Western uh, Carolina, I don't know why that game ever happened. They were one and eight in the FCS last year. Basically, a D, a bad D two school. They covered. Um, no, they didn't. I, I locked Oklahoma. Oklahoma didn't cover. No, no, I thought I was saying Western oh, Carolina. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, oh, I was um, going to say you can't be disparaging about Oklahoma. Well, no, that, at least they covered the game. <laughs> what does that prove to me? It proves to me absolutely covered. nothing. Yeah, I locked it, buddy. If you went to tally site, I locked Oklahoma because they should not be playing Western Carolina. Um, but you go back to that Tulane game. They didn't look sharp to me. Now, yes, uh, another week added. They look great Perhaps against a, against a high school opponent, but. I think this is a this is the this is the rival this is a rivalry game. Give me the points. Give me Scott Frost all day here, and I think this is going to be close. I'm going to live and die with this Nebraska Why team do you this year. Love Scott Frost. They should have beat Illinois Week One. All you're, right, here's like, their opportunity to make it up. Your handicap is hilarious. What happened to <laughs> Nebraska? Looked like shit Week One. Lost they look, the game. They, they looked all right against Buffalo. Lost the game. Then they played Fordham. I mean, come on. Hey, you, the Buffalo wh- game. Where do they the, have a football field in the Bronx? Well, where does <laughs> Oklahoma beat Tulane by five? Tulane had the ball saying, with dude, like a, what three uh, the thirty seconds left or something uh, driving. Scott Frost, I don't know why you love him so much. He's not <laughs> a good football coach. Oklahoma is going to smash them into oblivion here. Let's say hey, lay let, the points, settle it on the field. <laughs> I'm happy to. Scott Frost is horrible. Uh, Oklahoma's going to win, but by ten. Okay. All right, <laughs> let's go. Wait, you're taking Nebraska too? Yeah. Come on, Sean. No, I mean I have plenty of favorites in my portfolio, <laughs> but 22 <laughs> points. I, I I just don't see Oklahoma completely uh, shutting them down. Looking to I balance think, the board, I see. No, but I I do think Nebraska's <laughs> to Colby's point. I think Nebraska's going to be motivated enough to keep this a game. 
I just don't think they get blown out. And we haven't again, small sample size, but I, I, I think Adrian Martinez can throw the ball. A little bit. When you're Scott Frost and you're on the hot seat and you're not motivated to beat Illinois week one, I, I that concerns me. They were motivated. <laughs> they overlooked them. They fucked it up and they've been two and zero ever since. This is the Scott Frost gets fired game. <laughs> That's why he's here. I he's think Fordham beats Western Carolina by two touchdowns. Last thing I'll All say, right? just to give Sean one more thing to think about: If you're Nebraska, do you really want your new coach to get their ass beat by Oklahoma? No, you wait until after the Oklahoma game. Oh. All right. That's a decent angle. But they're not going to be playing him every year. <laughs> this year, though, this is the year okay. you fire Scott Frost. <laughs> Scott Frost has taken one for the team here. Going to lose by thirty-five the points. Schedule oh, the schedule, the schedule after this: Michigan State, Northwestern, Michigan, Minnesota—all winnable games. Not until the end of the season. They also, won. all losable too, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying, like this might be the game you fire Scott Frost. Now, time for the lock dog tease presented by. Prize picks. I know Colby, you've been on a uh, nice little streak there with the prize picks DFS lineups. So make sure you check out the college football DFS show Ooh. with uh, you and NC Nick Kramer coming off a uh, didn't completely sweep it, but I felt like we gave out a handful of uh, Sunday night uh, or oh sorry Monday night DFS props. They they got a they got a why every time they throw to rugs he's open he catches it. I, I needs a little bit more. Prizefix.com. They've been sending in, people have been sending in screenshots and Winners. then cashing, uh, cashing nice using our picks. So you're welcome. And uh, make sure you sign up. Prizefix.com, promo code SGP. Very easy. All I do over under on the different players' stats $20 you can turn into $200 uh, pretty easily there over at Prizefix.com. Promo code SGP. Get the 100% deposit bonus. Time for the lock, dog, and tease. Kramer, do you do you want to kick things uh, we, off? We, I didn't. That's not that's not how it works. Who usually I'm starts? Not going first this week. Okay, hasn't been good. You're you're we you need to mix it. up the mojo. I got rotate. it. This is your mojo moment, this Colby. <laughs> give me your lock, dog, and tease. My lock. bonus lock. Colby's the expert. Have him go. First. My lock is the Blazers of UAB minus twelve against that <laughs> horrible, horrible run defense North Texas has. I don't care. They can play this game in every. City we gotta start in Texas. playing. Guess what? Colby's gonna lock up. Um, uh, my dog to win outright. You gotta go with. Uh, well. Oh boy. I was gonna say, do I sprinkle Tulane? No, let's go. Let's. Tulane is fun. I'm taking Virginia plus two seventy. Plus two seventy. Give me the Wahoos to get it done in Chapel Hill. That is fun. Uh, what is my tease? Let's go to. Well, first you just got to knock Bama down to nine and a half, right? <laughs> That's just easy money. Let's take. Let's take Ohio State down to what is that? Twenty and a half. Let's then take uh, San Jose State minus one. And look, this is the is this is the Norm McDonald show. I feel like I'll give you even a fourth team in there. Oh, all right, oh, fourth team. All right, oh. all right. This is a shout out to Norm. <laughs> May he rest easy on this. Give me Virginia plus fifteen. Wow, yeah, that. yeah. Four teamer. I got. I created poured, a you, separate tab here. You poured yeah. out a Virginia plus fifteen for Norm. That was bonus play. Was bonus play is uh, Mississippi State minus three. I'm sorry for fading you, Coach Leach. Yeah. You're the best. Apologize. I'm the worst. Colby right. can never <laughs> never uh, ring the cowbell again. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna. They're gonna go to Memphis. Uh, it's at Memphis, right up the road. I think that's a, like an hour trip or so. Uh, they beat them 59 to 14 the last time they played in 2011. I, I, Mississippi State's turning that corner. They're gonna take down the the Tigers and Ryan Silverfield. For my lock, I'm giving you Alabama minus 15 and a half. 
for my dog. I'm going to give you, here's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you two dogs. I'm suggesting playing each of them individually and parlaying them oh, together. Very fun. Mm, just like that Iowa BYU play you hit exactly. with. Exactly. Huh? So two lane money line at plus four sixty and Damn. BYU money line. Parlay those together individually. This is a massive nice. this is a DGEN's only salute as well. Hashtag Degens only to Norm. <laughs> he would love this kind of parlay. Kramer, if you don't mind calculating that while I give out the rest. We got Tulane at plus four sixty and uh, BYU at a juicy plus one fifty for my tees. Uh, Penn State gets the job done. Get it down to a money line. I, I like, like Colby's San Jose State minus one. I'm going to grab that as well. And UVA plus. Uh, That's part of 15. the norm. Are you do, are you going to do a norm special? Give a fourteen. <laughs> I get my my yeah. dog. My norm special was the the two dogs. Extra, the okay. two dogs. Dog. And money line parlay. And my bonus. What was the second price, Sean? It was 460 plus 150. That's parlay together. For my bonus bet, give me Kent State catching 22 and a half points against Iowa. <laughs> Let down spot after the. I mean, Iowa, Iowa went in, yeah. got the win yeah. against Iowa State. This is. And and they're not going to get up for Kent State. I mean, come on, they're going to be I, celebrating all week. Twenty two and a half. And th- Kent State's not horrible. I thought you were ready to take Kansas plus seventeen after our, our you know over <laughs> one and a, over one win total. There. Will Will I mean who who does Kansas have this week? They are in Lawrence at home against Baylor, catching seventeen seventeen and a half. Shop around. We're gonna cash this one of these Saturdays. <laughs> one of these Saturdays, Sean. Yes, we will get. We will go live to Kansas game. <laughs> All right, Kramer, give us your lock dog tease and bonus lock. Uh, that parlay you gave out is thirteen to one. There you go. It's not bad. The norms. The norm salute. Thirteen uh, to one. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's interesting because coming into this, I was I was prepared to just say fuck it, I'm gonna lock up Alabama because that that just seems like the right right thing to do. Sean, you took it already, yep. so I'll move on to the next one. Uh, I think you can trust this Penn State quarterback, and I think they're going to shut mm, down. I Auburn's, like this too. Yeah. Auburn's offense, and uh, I'm going to lay the six here. I think we're getting a little uh, SEC bump, and I don't know if Auburn's going to turn out to be one of the teams in the SEC that we even worry about. For my dog, <laughs> I mean, I USC. Uh, let's fade that. Give me Washington State plus two sixty. This I, I don't necessarily think they're going to get the interim coach bump here, and that's a big number. Uh, and for the T's, mm, lot of lot a lot of value to come through here. Uh, first one, we're going to move the BYU number up to nine and a half. That's just the the, the home crowd um, don't still don't trust Arizona State enough. I'm also going to take UNC down to three. Um, mm. I, I think this this has blowout potential, and for the last leg of my teaser, uh, let's let's uh, dare we do this, Sean? But let's uh, let's go down from fifteen and a half to nine and a half with Alabama. Mm. Under ten feels like taking candy from the baby, and uh, my bonus lock is on the sheet this week. So uh, maybe we put an asterisk next to it, but lay the points with UNC. This number isn't big enough. Ooh, I'm battling with you guys on this. Let's go. Again, database has the money line. You got UNC minus nine. Like it. Let's go. We'll arm wrestle later. Decide the game before (laughs) it happens. Ah, 
Man, college football's back. We're back in the studio. Let's freaking go. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you drop a uh, nice five star rating and review over uh, for the Sports Gambling Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Helps us uh, climb the charts. We're doing going toe to toe with the uh, big behemoths Let's in the media it. world. Come on, don't you want to put these other companies, put them in their corner, tell them to go home and get their shine box? The way you can do that, leave an awesome rating and review. Grab your wife's phone, your kid's phone. Your kid's got a tablet. What are they doing on that tablet? Yeah. Subscribe, rate and review. Let's take over the world. And uh, you have a chance to win every Monday, Merch Monday, giving out free gear for Apple Podcast reviews. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. You can lay seven only 17 with Baylor against Kansas. Mm, take, that take, feels the nice. take the Jayhawks. Take the Jayhawks. Kramer, let it ride.